You're listening to Grassroots. My guest this week is a good friend of mine. We've been friends a couple of years. And uh, at the moment, he's between projects. He was the front man of Short Tempers, a rock band from Basildon. And uh, at the moment, he's currently in the studio writing some new material, working with a couple of friends of his. And we've been working together this morning, actually, um, on some vocal technique and having some fun. So my guest this week is Nick Royal. Nick, uh, I'm how honest. are you? Not bad, mate, not bad. Are you doing well? Yeah, well, as we expected. You know, Christ- Midland. First question I've got to ask. Christmas shopping, how are you getting on with that? Uh, yes. Yes? <laughs> as, as good as that, eh? Hey? So, you spend all your time in the studio, you're not getting any time to get any Christmas shopping. Though. That's a good excuse. It's a good excuse. Yeah, I yeah, think that's some, my excuse. Some's been done. Some's yeah. been done. The bulk of it has to be done. Um, but I've got a bit of time off before Christmas, so Brilliant. I've got plenty of time to do it online. Later. Do yeah. online like I do. Yeah, now, I must up. point out at the moment that Nick has his daughter with him, so if there's any laughing in the background... That's why there's no we have extras. We always welcome extras here at grassroots. I keep, um, sa- I keep saying, Mark, she should allow me to gag her. I mean, you know, yeah, it's, it's give fine. Me a minute. Yeah, there's a couple of my ties over there. We'll use them. Be quiet. Um, so you are, uh, funnily enough, the second interview in a row of somebody that epitomises grassroots, which right. basically means coming that comes into the business totally out of the blue. Yeah, just don't expect it, and all of a sudden you're on stage playing shows, doing it. How does that happen? I don't know. Um, it, it's, it's weird. I've always liked music. Right. Um, I've, I've got no particular real type of music that I like. I, I've got quite a wide range, I think. Yeah. I mean, my, my record collection has got gaps in it you wouldn't believe that I'd want, but, you know, I'd be skin <laughs> hurt if yeah, I tried yeah, to, to fill them all. Yeah. But, um, no, I've always liked it. And I've always, you know, sing in the car, sing in the shower, told on flat, you know, and, and, and the way it goes. And then... Um, a mate of mine, Duncan, who was in the band with, yeah, he, he, yeah. he, he put it all together initially. Um, he had this project going uh, with some friends and um, was looking for. He'd been going for about nearly a year um, right. for his daughter's birthday. The idea was it was a project for his daughter's 18th birthday oh, party right. in the garden. So it's just a one-off. Yeah, I was there. I videoed the damn thing. You know, right. it, it was lovely. You know, and thinking, yeah, she's great. I'm enjoying this. This must be good fun. Yeah. And I saw a couple of their recording se- uh, rehearsal sessions in the studio, and just kicking along. And we was kicking back one one day around his house, and he said, um, oh, "You know, he plays the bass, right?" And he was saying, "Oh, we need a, we need to find a vocalist, but it's really hard." He said, "Because vocalists tend to come with big egos, and um, we all sort of get on, and you don't want someone coming up sitting in the apple cart, and blah 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 blah." You know, I know it goes. About that. Um, yeah, I know all about big egos. I've got one. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say nothing. Seeing as you've been being nicely, <laughs> yes. Out, <laughs> but, but he just, you know, I said, what you want is someone like me. And he's like, oh, do you want to do the job? Do you want to, you can do it. Like, no, no, let me finish. What you want is someone like me who, who can sing. Yeah. I said, I can't, I'm, I'm not a singer. And he said, yes, you are. You said you was in a choir at school. I mean, I was eight, you know. <laughs> Things have dropped and broken since then, you know. It's, no, I, no. Anyway, that was it. He, he was like a dog with a bun. And I basically got bullied into it. And one bank holiday weekend in May, the second bank holiday in May, ran it, ran his for a barbecue, and he kept on going and going and going. And in the end, he, I turned around to my missus and said, "Look, tell him." And she said, "I think you should do it." Shut him up, either way, wouldn't it? I'm like, "Oh, thanks." Not quite the support I was looking for, but yeah. thanks. Um, embarrassed you into doing it. And then right. he, he he ran off and got his guitar. And we're out in the garden. The sun's going down. You know, barbecues sitting nicely on the stomach, and I'm having to sing "Pinball Wizard." Uh, in the garden to an acoustic and yeah. uh, okay we've well, all done that yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know and that's that was pretty much it the following that was the Monday on the Wednesday
there's three songs that I, I try to get and um, I've never been more scared in my life yeah it's frightening it was, it was it, you know I don't get nerves very often and when I start it goes but this didn't it was there all the time it's like your comfort zone though it's yeah. so different to everything else that you do and, and as Duncan said you know it's hilarious to watch you do it he said because you know you were standing up in front of the mic you, you, your shoulders were tense your fists mm. were clenched and yeah. you were just like I've got to get through so it you know and so right, yeah. and singing without any anyone can sing along to a track on the radio yeah. or on, t- on a CD or on your Walkman or headphones or whatever but when you're doing it when there's no vocal accompaniment there to yeah. give you your cue you don't realise how much you depend on those cues and um, away we went and I got through them and they had a chat and they said no we think you've got a, you've got a bit of potential since then they told me that it was absolutely awful it, it was, it was, <laughs> it was the biggest pile of dog poo you've ever seen it, oh, it's I awful to tell you later, but I mean, they could see that there was potentially fine, something yeah. that could be worked on yeah. and that's what I've done and I've, I've had to work at it it hasn't come easy oh, I no, will no, say no, um, you've, you're worth it you, you do work so hard at it. and you, you're so driven and determined that I was saying funny enough we were saying in the hall the one way to get you to do something is to tell you you can't <laughs> and then you're yeah. right okay we'll play it again and then we'll we'll see we'll see if you're right or not well it's a little annoying because that's a technique I use all the time and to know that you've been doing it to me all this time is really <laughs> giving me the um. <laughs> yeah it's not news it's not news to me I, I've known yeah. for some time so the general noise of a band when you when you first stand in that little room not a lot bigger than this actually yeah. the rehearsal rooms everything's padded and the band starts and you're in the middle trying to get heard above this massive wall of sound yeah that's tricky that's, that's, that's difficult to do that's where I think we work together on projection when yeah. you first do that you say well, how am I going to get heard above this band unless I shout yeah that, that's, that's the thing and it's getting the balance between getting them because obviously if you've got an electric setup, you've got the guitars and the drums behind yeah. you and you know the drums don't come with the volume control unfortunately no. so you know you, everyone plays to the level of the drum playing and then you've you can't compete with that without a mic. No. So you've got to have the mic, and then it's finding the balance between how much do I have to push and turning the mic volume up. Because you can have the mic volume up too high, yep. in which case it doesn't sound right, it sits above everything else, and yeah. it's too low, you don't get heard, and then you end up blowing your throat. So, yep. yeah, it, it's finding that balance, and it, I suppose for me, it, in one way it was good, because I come into it with no preconceptions. Yeah. I didn't come in with any prior knowledge, training, experience, no. nothing at all. So literally novice, really, weren't you? In, in that, I, I, I had nothing. Yeah. Literally nothing at all. And, and we're talking three years ago. Yeah, it's, it's coming up. Gone quickly, it's yeah. coming up three years ago now. That's so gone quickly. It, it is bizarre that yeah. you know, and I'm I'm, I'm forty five now, coming up forty six. So you know, it, it, very late in life for me. And yeah. it, it was learning it all from scratch, and I had to learn it because everyone else knew it. All the others had had experience with bands from yeah. school days, you know. And I'm the youngest in the band as well. Which yeah. was bizarre. I've gone back to being the baby again. It's really, <laughs> at work, I'm only the eldest, but yeah. in the band, I was again only by months. But I'm the youngest again, and they've been doing it all for years and years and years. And I hadn't, and I had to really hit the ground running. Is it one of the things you're most proud of that you've that you've done? I mean, obviously you've got your children you, and stuff like that. That's that's completely away from it. But in terms of hobbies, in terms of stuff like that, is it one of the things you're most proud of that you've achieved? Is because you never saw yeah. it coming. We didn't see it no. coming from anywhere. Really, no, it's completely left field. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love it and you understand the dynamics of it as well which didn't take long sort of like, as a front man if I base the whole show on my vocal I'm putting myself under a hell of a lot of pressure yeah. here and obviously and not only are you coming to it late but you're not a rhythm guitarist joining a band and stood at the back and doing a job you're coming into it late and fronting a rock band mm. and I saw your first ever show you did yeah Essex Arms in Brentwood Brentwood, Brentwood yeah I saw that 
And I remember saying at the time, we, we were in here working through, and, and we went beyond just vocal. We said, how are you going to stand? How are you going to look? Which we know I'm going to stand. Well, I stand yeah. like this tonight. <laughs> you know no, that. you don't want to stand like that. <laughs> you don't stand like that. <laughs> but we worked on everything. And, and I saw the show, and I thought, you didn't, didn't look at all as if you shouldn't be there. I yeah. was saying to you at the time, it, was, it just worked. And, it, and that was it. You, you, you totally understood that you're there to entertain. And also the talking between songs. Again, yeah. it's that. So that first show, Essex Arms, cast your mind back. First ever show, um, just take me through that day. How, how, if, what you can remember of that day. The day, right. Because well, it was a busy day. day. You, obviously. Yeah, it was a busy day. It was a Saturday, wasn't it? So it was, it was a busy day anyway. And, you know, life generally. So I didn't have much time. And I'd already sorted out what I was going to wear through my wife and my daughter. And they, they, they'd already well, dressed me nice. That's the best way of working yeah, out yeah, yeah. So yeah, one of them mentioned waistcoat, and I was like, "Yeah, that'll do." Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I haven't worn waistcoats for a long time, but I used to live in waistcoats when I was younger, and um, and yeah, it, it was fine up to. Um, I think I got to about half past two, three o'clock, and I found myself with a pause in the day. Yeah, I had a break, to think it. and then my my gut started going, and and I started getting nervous, mm. and. I've had nerves before. I mean, I've, I've done com- com- competitive stuff all along. Yeah. I've stand in front of people and talked. I've, I've done competitive swimming when I was a kid. Yeah, right. So swam yeah. for county and stuff. And and yeah, I used to get a little bit of nerves before I started, but then it went. So I'm thinking, right, okay, but this is feeling a bit stronger now. Maybe it's kind of a bit older. I've got a bit more to lose. I don't like being embarrassed. Am I going to show myself up? Am, yeah. I, gonna, am I going to corpse? Am I going to forget my lines? Yeah, am I going to come in wrong? What's yeah. going to happen? I, I, I didn't know what to expect. I've, I've not done it outside the rehearsal. No, and I had that about an hour where I was boiling inside mm. and then it was like right top start getting ready Get, and, and again the activity then took it off Yeah. and then by the time I got to the evening we are there everything set up we'd done the sound check the sound bloke um, was, was really great um, and then he said how long have you been doing it oh about six months yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he said alright how many, how many gigs you done I said none this is me first and he was like really and that was your sound check that, mm. that was and he was quite yeah. complimentary, which was really polite of him, I think. Sure. Um, and then it was a case of, well, I just want to get on. I just want to get on. There was yeah. no nerves at all, standing around waiting to get on. I was just anxious to get on. Yeah, yeah, I wanted yeah. to get on and do it. You know, I'm here now, we're all ready. What are we waiting for? Let's get That's on and exactly do it. it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And then as soon as we started, coming on the first first note on the first song, mm. I think I think we opened with American Idiot. I can't remember now. I, I really can't. It's, it's, it's a while ago now. Yeah, but we, we, we start whatever we started on, and it was like, all covers at the time and it was like right you know here we go yeah. and I didn't think twice after that no you don't you don't and I, I loved every second and that never leaves you it's just the first time you experience it you don't yeah. know what to expect but the weird thing was because everyone I spoke to yourself included yeah. said you know when you come off you're going to be like really pumped yeah. and you're going to be yeah and you won't sleep tonight and it's like mm. nah just song straight out no the second I finished I come off I've enjoyed the talking to people afterwards and they're like right we've got to go home now I just want to get home Yeah. I want to go home I want to sleep I just want to sleep and I had none of that buzz I'm thinking I feel cheated Yeah. you know it, it's like oh dear what an, what an anti-climax yeah, delayed buzz though didn't yeah. you but oh, the following day yeah. the following day I was abs- my brain was going 10 to the dozen yeah. and I'd replayed everything over and over again yeah and as I started waking up, I don't wake up very well in the morning time. It's a, it's a long uh, journey in the morning. But as I'm waking up, I'm like, yeah. And I'm saying to everyone, oh, what about that? And when we did this, and when we done that? Yeah. And I'm literally reliving the gig again the following day. That's what we do. 
everyone else if, if one of the guitarists is going to hit the wrong yeah. note or come in with the wrong chord yeah. or is Steve you know, the drummer Steve is, is he going to hit the, the, the wrong beat on something or not yeah. beat when he's supposed to it's not a fear of embarrassment for him it's an no. embarrassment for us yeah. and it really did feel like the band was you know it was all my, my concern in back my head was us yeah. are we going to be okay a band is a unit a band yeah. is very much a family and the way that had changed as, we, as we, we carried yeah. on you know that, that was interesting to see as well yeah it's important it's important that you feel like that as well hmm. because if, if it becomes all about you you get the front man's syndrome yeah. what they call in the business front man's syndrome <laughs> where Mick Jagger's at it and you know, I'm sure bad mouthing Mick live on grassroots yeah but, careful he'll have you no guy's a legend but <laughs> he'll, I've he'll seen, you I've down s- I know he'll find me I'm sure, I think he's probably got bigger fish to fry to be honest <laughs> we'll cut that out but um, they said about the front man syndrome where you can become bigger than the your yeah. alter ego becomes bigger than um, your bigger than the band bigger than yeah. you but your alter ego you're able to to leave it on the stage walk away from it straight away yeah and well, that's so important that you don't chase the buzz all the time you know? yeah well I mean anyone, anyone that knows me knows that I've, I've got a natural arrogance anyway I, I'm not stupid enough to bury my head in the sand and say no I'm not yeah. I, I know I can come across arrogant um, particularly when I know I'm right um, and everyone else is wrong <laughs> so um, it, it does come out and I, and I is know that right, is that right go go yeah, child that's <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I, know, I know that's a failing of me and, and I'm aware of that and if I call someone else arrogant then that's, that says something um, yeah. But I've always had people around me that are quite happy to put me in my place, mm. tell me when I'm getting too big for my boots. Yeah. Um, and not everyone's lucky enough to have that no. or to have people that they trust enough to accept that what yeah. they're saying is right. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm, I'm lucky in that respect. I've yeah. always had someone that put me back down, put me in my place, tell me to shut up, you know, wind it in a bit. That's the most important thing. And, and that is the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Naturally, I always step up and... Yeah. I, I, I hit as you say we said before hit it on anything that's coming to potentially show us up but yeah. it's, it's always great your people around you bring yeah. you straight back down to earth yeah it, I think it's important if you yeah. haven't got that it's, it that's the other thing about coming into it a bit later you've you've already you know you, you've you've kind of done a lot of yeah. stuff when you're younger so I mean I, like I said I was 17 when I started so I'm 17 playing guitar loads of drink loads of this I mean I didn't I was never into drugs or anything like that but loads of drink yeah as much fun as I could want and a guitar at week, you know, weekends and this is the best life ever mm. but you know I'm happier now because I'll go I'll play a great show and I'll finish off and I'll go home and then that's it as soon as you, as I walk off the stage and I'm packing away I'm me again and I'm going home and I'm doing whatever mm. if I'm doing the Oasis thing a week comes off and I'm me again there's no <laughs> phony accent goes and that's the, that's so important to have people around you yeah. now the question I, I, I ask everybody is would you get on with your on stage bloke would you get on with your alter ego? Because I don't see that there's an awful lot between the two, except no, there's you turn, not. You turn the volume up a little. Bit. Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I know we discussed it before. Yeah, I started doing the, the, the first gig and then everything afterwards, and we've, I've, I know I've had sort of like critique from you from that, and I've been using it as a sounding board for it's gigs. Critique is that, I is never, that what you call it? it? Well, yeah, I, I put I, it in the point of view of place category. Once again, I'm being polite and professional. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah, uh, take, take some tips. Yeah, uh, <laughs> totally, yeah, make a note of these. Yeah, but no, I, it, it, oh, I've forgotten the name question there. Yeah, the question was, would you get on with your Yeah, would I get on with Yeah, um, Yeah, there wasn't a great deal between us. No, we, we talked about the, the persona, the onstage persona, and, yeah. you know, there is a need for it to be different to yeah. you. Because they can do it, and you can't. Do yeah, it. that's right, and you, and you do need somewhere to go. You need to get away from it as well. Yeah. I think that's important. 
but no, there, there wasn't a great deal between the two, I don't think. Um, and that's probably why I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. Because, as you say, it's just me with a bit more volume cranked up. It's you with an audience. It's yeah. Like a, it's a bit like going going around at a family barbecue or something, and then everybody you're sat at a table and everyone's listening to you. Yeah, exactly. And you're telling stories. It's exactly. Not, it's not like being on stage. It's like, oh, and then I did this, and then, people, then you sit around and auntie so-and-so's there, and she's going, how are you getting on with your band? Everyone's listening to what you've got to say. Yeah, because this is you're doing 200 people in a venue, or that's right. I mean, whatever. occasionally when you get, in, it doesn't happen all the time. Otherwise, it'd just be boring. But yeah. I mean, there there are times when the right set of circumstances get together, with the right company at the right time, with the right atmosphere. Yeah, just and you're in the right place at the right time, and you're saying you're talking about something that you know about or are passionate about that can yeah. deliver well, and everyone's interested, and you've got everyone in the palm of your hand. I love it. And that, yeah. those moments are lovely. As long as you don't let it go to your head and that's try right, and, yeah. and then try and force that, because that that's bring it back down again. Don't well, yeah, I'm, I'm well, shut up, shut up, Nick. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, you um, so you, you played your show a couple of shows with all um, all covers, mostly covers. Anyway, as soon as maybe one or two. I think you have, I think you have one or two the first show I saw you. Yeah, they might be the early ones. Yeah. The next next step was you're in there recording an EP. Yeah. How did how did the song? Uh, how were the songs structured? How were they put together? Was it one of those where somebody comes in and says, uh, as I know, as I know Duncan, I suppose it's done quite well, and he would, he would say, I've got an idea of how I want it to sound. Mm-hmm. But was it a case of they bring the song in and they'll say, play it through maybe on their own, and everybody will, will put their bit in? Or what, what was the songwriting process, the creative process? What okay. the creative process? Well, we, we were lucky because ev- everyone had a crack at writing. Yeah. Um, me least of all because it is that's not really been my drive still new it's still, it's still new to me and I'm still interested in getting my bit right before yeah. I start worrying about that <laughs> and I find a lot of things my, my my particular bent isn't about creating something it's seeing what's been done and then giving seeing what we can do with it being constructive yeah. with it you know have you thought about that I'm not quite sure that works yeah, okay. you know, I might not know what's right but I can hear it and I don't yeah. want to hear it if you know what yeah. I mean um, which it goes through everything I try and do um, not just music but we had the, the benefit of we, we all had different musical tastes we all had bif- different musical ideas and different mu- ideas where we wanted to go with yeah. our music our original stuff so we had everyone writing their own bits and then where possible you, they, they'd give you like a garage band version of it yeah. so you got the structure and the ideas um, uh, Duncan on the bass he was pretty much left to get on with the bass on his own same with Steve on the drums yeah. um, because they, they knew what they were doing the guitarist lead and rhythm they, they, they worked obviously if, the, if the, there was a main riff driving a track yeah. then obviously that had to be right and I think although ideas came into the pot how we go I think the way it always was was the final word really came down with whoever wrote the song yeah. whoever come up with the song would then mm-hmm. say right actually I prefer it like this I'd like you to do it this way yeah and there wasn't that much of that no. in most of the work we'd done. It was pretty much it came together as one, really. Well, some some tracks come in really, really quickly, you know. Yeah. Uh, one track we played, which was our, our lead guitarist at the time, Joey, he, she talks to us. It was brilliant, you know. Yeah. Straight away, I got the lyrics. I, the, he didn't sing them, so I had no guidance of where right, the vocal so. structure was. So we played it through, looked at the lyrics, and right, okay, I've got the meter of it. Let's try this, and it. Clicked. It didn't really change much, right? From the first night we we, we aired just it, did it, and it just came. On. So that's how the songs grew. And then when it came to doing the EP, it's 
seen fair. We, we was in a position where we could have one track from each of us. Yeah. So that's how we came. But it, each one of us contributed one track. And yeah. if no one had any real drive over which one I want to be played, mm. um, we said like, okay, which one do you? Which one of yours do you want to put on the yeah. EP? And that's the way we progress forward. And yeah. yeah, I sat in on the on the mixing just for I, I popped in one night. Yeah, I think I put, put guitar on one of the tracks for. Yeah. Um, we won't go too deeply into that, but I, I remember I put some guitar on there for yeah. you, and I I sat in Duncan said, oh, "Stick around for a while." And there was uh, there were two or three of you in the room. I think you, you came along a bit later, but it was his song, so therefore everyone was checking with him that the mix was right. Yeah, and that's so important mm. because it, even though we have to give a little bit, we have to say, "Well, I'd like my guitar louder. I would like this to be this, yeah. and that to be that." It's his song. Yeah, it's his style. Ultimately, it's going to sound like the band. Because there are, there's, there's that chemistry between the five of you. Um, so that's so recording the EP again, totally new experience. Yeah, in the studio. Yeah. Now weird. Now I remember. <laughs> I remember. I seem to remember that you did all your vocals in about hour and a half, two hours. Something like that. Yeah. Just literally went in and, and did it. Yeah. One 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 particular track gave me trouble. Well, there well, was two. There was one that was... I, I had, I'd had a bit of a cold a couple of weeks before, so it was still fairly tight in the back of my throat. So my upper range at the time, it, my, my upper range is actually it's further than it was then. Yeah, stronger now, yeah. Um, but then it, I, I was knocking on the ceiling um, yeah. anyway. So with the tightness in the throat, there was one I couldn't quite reach, and we tried over and over and in to get that, and that, mm. that was frustrating, going on and on that one yeah. line. It's, it is annoying. Um, it's annoying. But, we, we worked around that but then um, Duncan's track uh, Primal Fear um, it was in a drop B tuning baritone tuning mm. and that caused me problem. getting my ear around that was really difficult and I, I had trouble we were practising that for ages it's ages and ages it's a good strong song that yes it's Real a good ev- good meaty song. heavy yeah. song and, and yeah, we I actually got some airplay on a rock station for it as well which yeah. is nice um, and in the end it was, like, it was annoying because it, I just we just weren't happy with it I weren't happy with it no one was really happy with it he could have done but we weren't happy and then Duncan sort of said look what do you think about a guide vocal because I could do it happily stick a tape one in, in the dining room yeah. and I'd sing it and I'd be bang on we'd sing it ever bang on on my own walking down the street bang on here with, with the band and everything together it was like causing me problems and I think right. it was a tune that was causing to throw him off anyway he said I'll put a vibe I thought lay down the guide vocal I'm not too proud to admit I need a bit of help on this no, you know so he goes in he starts singing and he's singing it a lot lower and I'm thinking you sod you know <laughs> what how have you done you've never sung it that low what he th- anyway he comes out and he went oh what was that what was that he went well it occurred to me walking in that it might be the problem so I thought I'd do it you s- so okay I so I walked straight in bam come aced it straight away yeah. and then once I got it we run it through I think about five times in total to get a good cut yeah. and each time round it was like okay we'll did a little of that and I think we did it three times because it was the last song we did and I've come back in and they said we're just thinking about it could you do it a little bit more sinister mm. yep no problem yeah, yeah. and uh, again because completely changing the way I've ever sung it yeah. I've been singing it for like 18 months yeah, and now we're changing it it's like all on the night it was really weird I think what you got was exactly what you wanted though 
yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, so the, the vocal style suits that track. It's a real venomous kind. Yeah, because it was late, and I thought, okay, we'll do it with a slightly more British accent. You know, keep yeah. it English. All the best bands are English, of course they are. Um, yes. uh, and normally from London, uh, but we very true. We're yeah. there. Chaz uh, and Dave, they're all from London. Yeah, dodgy duo. <laughs> but we 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 laid the, the, what was going to be the last one down. I said, that was it. I said, you know what? I know it's late, guys, but one more. <laughs> and they're like, okay, but that was, and then I was happy with the last one. So yeah, it, it was the whole process there and then. I but think one of the one of the things that when I first made an album, we're going back, we're going back years, and it kept getting interrupted by air raids. <laughs> and uh, but when I made my made our first album, Mortal War went to the studio in '98, and and the thing that I found the most difficult was were what they called the drop-ins, yep. where they drop you in for one line, and you you have to sing along with it, and then they they record that one line. And trying to get the same energy as the rest of the performance because yeah. a, a vocal is like four and a half minutes and, you, and it's like a sat nav. Mm. Get into it and you go, right, four minutes, this is it. And I take a left ear and I do a bit here and I stop at these lights for a while, take a breath, do this. That's, that's the way I always get home the same way. And then all of a sudden they're saying, right, what I want you to do is we're going to just stand there like a lemon if you like. And then when I, when I say go, you've got, suddenly got to sing one line and have it. Listen no. to it, and it's too, it's too much louder. It's yeah. a lot quieter. You're standing in a different place. Don't get the feel for it. Yeah, it's, it's so unusual. It's like being dropped halfway home, and you don't know what's that way and what's that way. Yeah, you it know, takes you a second to find yeah. your feet, and then by that time, your, your cue's gone, and yes. <laughs> you got to start again. So, is the is the short temper stuff still available on iTunes? Yeah, yeah, it's still, still out there. Yeah, we we got it on there. I mean, I, I, it was after the EP was done that um, Duncan said, "Oh, you got to Shazam yourself." Oh, and yeah. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> See if I, I uh, I'm not a technical-minded person. I can't stand all the social media no. stuff. It drives me nuts. But I said, what's, what, what's Shazam? Tell me. And it's obviously where you, you little app, and if you hear something playing on the telly, yeah. you, you, you activate your Shazam, and right, it and identifies it, it, and then it tells you what it is, which is great. If you think, I really like that bit of music. What is it? It's really helpful. So I was like, okay, right. So obviously played one of our tracks, and... Shazam and it automatically sent us to iTunes it. and you can download brilliant I've done it three times <laughs> so that's what I've got to ask you because even though you're in the band and you sat right away through from the very first rehearsal right away through all of the construction of the songs yeah. all of the recording studio and the like sessions right away through to the mixing yeah. and you got a copy of the CD at the end of it yeah. but you still downloaded them off of iTunes didn't you yep yeah so would I. Yep. Because that, <laughs> there's I could. something about that. Because you can. I still got to download it off of iTunes. Yeah. Because yep. it sounds really cool. Now, I always, I always like to use the phrase "the band are resting." Right. I always think that that in this business you never say never. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, short tempers are more or less resting. You still, you're working with Duncan on some new material. I know that he's been yeah. busy and you've been busy doing other things. At this time of year, it's impossible. Um, to, to get together but I know you're, you're thinking about your some new material how, how are things going in the early stages of that have, have you heard any demos is it coming right, we, there's there's a, a set of lyrics um, I think we're up to five or six tracks now right okay. lyrics down um, we've had a couple of sit downs where we've um, worked through the lyrics as to word structure and stuff right. like that make yeah. sure it, it fits in the meter and yes. it, it, it goes right um and the basic tune and tempo and stuff is pretty much there. You excited about uh, it? Really excited, yeah. and it's, it's winding me up that life again is getting in the way. Uh, I hate to say more important things are getting in the way because no, nothing's more important than music. <laughs> not, but not um, in the rehearsal room, it isn't, but, but no, but you know it, that's the problem. Um, work 
uh, time of year. Yeah. It's affected both of us at the moment, and we it, it's been put on a bit of a hiatus. Um, but it's still there. I mean, yeah. the, the, the songs that I know in my head, I still run through, so I'm getting a bit of a vocal line on them, and so I'm sure Duncan's doing the same. And in the new year, we've said, like, you know, things should have settled down second yeah. week in January. We, we actually start getting something down that so can be gonna, listened are to. Are you going to make an album, um, you know, bring in musicians yeah. and, and get the album done and then decide if you want to take it live rather than yeah do that, that. that that's the idea we, we, I think the last time we spoke about it anyway it was a case of um, get something tangible yeah. get something we can work on get it how we want it to sound and if it's get our enough, sound right yeah. and and then worry about how we're going to perform it live yeah getting people in to, to do it guest musicians or yeah, actually get a band together another, you need to get the sound out works. of yourselves you need to yeah. get them done yeah, because, that's, that's the bit. Yeah, we do. Like, as I said, we're open books, and and when we're performing or when we're writing, if you're married to a musician, then you know if you fall out of them, chances are that that argument's going to end up on a CD somewhere, or what yeah. you said is going <laughs> to end up somewhere. And you go, oh God, I can't believe you put that in a song. So you've heard Phil Collins, you know, or Adele, all these people who write about life, and the reason yeah. they're so successful is because they write about life. Yeah, and we well, we tap into that. As listeners, we sort of go, oh, that's a song about so-and-so, that's a song, oh, I felt like that, you know. Yeah. Um, when you're recording the album, that's great, you just need to get it out of yourself, you yeah. need to get it recorded, and then you've got to look at it and say, well, okay, we'll, we'll get somebody in, these are the songs, these are the demos, yeah. and it's, it's a great feeling to have those songs. You've got about six, have you? It's about six at the moment, yeah, yeah. that I'm aware of. Um, they have a similar style to the short term stuff. A little heavier. Well, it's Duncan, isn't it? So yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Like, he's that, the that, Iron Maiden of the Yeah, that... that I'll be lying they're Duncan's lyrics and yeah. um, again I've, I've done my, my usual which is yeah that's good but have you thought about this yeah yeah, yeah. and, and that, that, that we work quite well like that um, ironically um, and you know we, we, we work well in most things we do yeah um, it's like we're both very strong characters so in theory I think it, it, forgive me for saying it but in theory we shouldn't work no but that's <laughs> you know, why it does but we work. do yeah. we, we, we're doing pretty much everything we, we, yeah. we fish um, yeah. and when we go fishing you know we always we never have a problem there no, no. You know, wh- whatever we do we, we, we always seem to I think that a lot lot well. is a strong character yeah. to stick together but particularly in, in, in any entertainment business you, you, you think about the status quo and you think about the, the Rolling Stones and the strong characters coming together and when they're coming together writing songs of course it's going to be what they call the um, irresistible force meeting the immovable object yeah we say well I'm not going to shift on that I'm not going to shift on that between the two of you it's so important that, you, that you're so strong with something that you believe in but something that you're not certain about you can back off we're not arguing about if, if it's somebody else brings a song in and they want it a certain way you have to be able to say okay if that's what you want yeah then fine yeah and then that's where you find that really nice mix I yeah. think that's what you got with Duncan is you're both strong characters but you're not arguing about it no if something doesn't work and one of you doesn't agree on it and you're both strong enough to go well if we're not, if we're not both happy then it, it goes absolutely you know? yeah and, and, and I would naturally default like we did with all the short temper stuff you know it was a case of yeah all the ideas going apart but at the end of the day yeah. the final say goes to the person who wrote the damn thing you know yeah. and, and that's the way it should be you heard it in your head first absolutely. you know the sound you wanted yeah. I know the sound I wanted for um, my track you know and, and that's the sound I wanted and I weren't happy with anything that fell short of it yeah. Um, and everything else came in the bass lines that we all added to it but th- the main riff was what I had in my head yeah. and th- that I wanted to be as it was mm. everything else I was fairly easy with you know yeah. we work as a band and it becomes the bands yeah. um, 
and that's the way we are if, if any one of us is particularly opinionated strongly about something yeah. then the other has the respect to say you know what that's yeah, fair enough. If you feel that strongly about yeah. it, then we'll do it. Yeah, the and compromise. I'm, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm quite easy going with things. I, I, I tend to go with most things in anything really. Yeah. Uh, unless I've got a strong opinion about it. Like yeah. if someone says, "Oh, what do you want for tea?" You know, I, I really don't mind. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't fancy that or that. But other than that, I'm you know <laughs> whatever. Or some nights I go, you know what? I really fancy a Chinese tonight. Let's have a Chinese. I want yeah. a Chinese. And to be and fair, nothing, nothing but Chinese yeah. would will hit the spot. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's um, it, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and oh, I will sulk if I don't get to honest. Oh, I'm but, sure, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but yeah, so in that respect, you know, it, it helps as well. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's nice to have a unit like that. Bands, yeah. it's, it's bands like a family. You know, and, and, and the reason I always use the word re- resting is because you never know. If somebody phones and says, "Oh, look, we wanted to book you for something," it's a couple of phone calls. You know, mm. it's and I often I've always said I'm never working with them again. Mm. And then the phone goes and you see them and you're out. And you're, How's it going? We have to have to do it. And you're jamming and you're playing together again. So let's we'll do a one-off somewhere. Let's go and do something. So the band arrested. So you haven't played a live show for a couple of months? No, it's, it's, it's been longer than that. It's it, been a while now. It's been a while. Well, you must la- be itching. The, la- the last gig we did was at the Cliffs. Maritime Rooms at the Cliffs for a charity gig oh, for yeah, um, yeah. an animal sanctuary place. <clears throat> um, and that was in the summer. Right. So that was in the summer, so so it's it's been a while, and yes, I I, I really now I've done it, I yeah. really really miss it, and it gets worse now because you know I, I go to see other bands because yeah. um, Duncan's son, he's in a band Two Face Seven Eight, yeah, really good. They've got a lot of potential. Um, they, they all, all original stuff. They write their own stuff, yeah, and yeah, they they got some real. They, they've got legs. And I'm yeah. just saying that because they're no, no, no. It's, practically, I, I've, I've known yeah. Ryan, who's their drummer since he was little. You know, I'm not saying it because I feel allegiance to them. They really are good, um, and I go to see them at Chinnery's uh, last Friday, and um, they were the headlining back to four groups. And I'm sitting and watching it, and I'm like, yeah, I just want to go. I just want to get on there. You know, I, I, I could do this and yeah. I could do that, and mm, I miss it. Does it come it. back to does it come back to the the feeling that you get on stage is a part of your character that you need to release, like uh, the, the adrenaline side of it, like we, we, like sitting doing your job's not enough. You've got to go and do something else. You've got to go and you've got to go and do a bungee jump. You've got to get adrenaline from something, and, and you've discovered that there's no quite no feeling like being on stage and fronting a band or to play rock yeah. and roll or rock music, and now it's not there. It's not there, and it's. Do you find that, that it's really difficult? To not let that character, you know, sitting to, to rest the character, to rest the front man, <laughs> is one of the hardest things. I've often said I've made no secret of the fact that I'm I'm 41, and when I'm 50, I want to go. That's it. And yeah. I said, play my last show and go. Thanks a lot. Good night. That's it. Mm. Because if I don't think like that, I'll say I'll do it till I'm 80, and, that, and it's an easy way out to say I'll do it till I'm 80. I want to do another eight and a half, eight years, and say. And do it while I can still do it yeah. the best I can. That's the thing, I think. No how the stop. hell am I going to rest that front man? How am I going to rest that side of my character yeah. that comes out? Yeah, I mean, from, from that point of view, I think it's a case... We've all seen it with artists on, on the telly over the years. You, you see them come on again and you think, oh, mate, someone ought to tell you. Yeah. You know, you've had, you just you've had your best, yeah. please. Money might be tight, but stop. Because yeah. you're not doing yourself any favours, no. and then there are some that you know you think 
still doing it still cracking on yeah. go for it keep it going for as long as you can yeah, absolutely. you're not showing yourself up at all at the minute yeah. you know you've just adapted your style you've adapted your look you've adapted yeah. your way and you're still banging it out so you know um, it, that that's great um, I think you've got to find the thing between in your situation like you say when you're 50 you've got to make sure that you you want to give it up yeah I know because if you're not ready to give it up that's the thing and it's a fine balance between knowing that you want oh, to give it up and to having to give it up yeah. it's easy that's to the say. two things yeah, yeah. me, me resting it it's frustrating because I one of my biggest regrets that I've got now and I don't have many regrets the ones I have tend to be quite big ones mm. but my regret at the moment is that I didn't start doing this 25 years ago. It just wasn't meant to be 25 because years ago. Because I'd, I'd have had a ball. Yeah. I, honestly, I'd, I, I, my vocally, I'd be a lot better than I am now Works with the practice way. and the ability when you're younger throat and everything else, you know. Yeah. Um, I was obviously cockier then and all. I'm cocky now, but I was cockier then. There's no one would be a cocky man. Uh, you're uh, front, man. I was a, I, I was a proper... So we so, have to back but, it up, mate. We, as a yeah. front man, it's our job sometimes as front men to nail jelly to the wall yeah. it doesn't matter what's going on behind you we've just got to keep thumping away and we just keep doing it all day long and so when you do that and all of a sudden you have to sit at home and change nappies and do other things and it's frustrating fortunately you've done all the nappies and you've done all that by the time you, <laughs> yeah. by the time you go into the business yeah. I'd, I was, I'd already been in the business sort of 10-15 years and I got married and I'm still trying to be a front man hey you know, thanks very much for coming out and, then I, and I'm at home that night I'm hearing like finished <laughs> Yeah, if I've learned anything from, <laughs> have 
I've got news for you and stuff he's put allegedly in but um, but yeah that, that was the hard thing and because we didn't even do it in the hall did we we did it outside no, on the green so outside. that was really weird because I had yeah. no idea who the bloody I was listening to we were just yeah. talking weren't we we weren't singing we were talking we were doing yeah. the projection thing where we walked away and then away you walked away and, and yeah. project a bit more and it was yeah and and yeah just just the first thing I just was, remember you sent me I think we, we did that and then we, we did um, an hour which invariably became an hour and 45 minutes our hours are never an hour, hour. <laughs> they're never 60 minutes no there's no you know I, I work in Narnia hours which is basically an hour is about two and a half days yeah it's, it's like I'll be an hour I won't be. but then I do anyway if I say I'm out for a pint you know, yeah. <laughs> just nipping out for a pint. Do you, you just know. have one? Is it just one? How big is this pint glass? You know. <laughs> but I remember you, you sent me a text and you said um, it was something along the lines of "I'm loving your world, mate." Yeah. So something like "Welcome to my world." She said, "I've got back. I've got a bit of a sore throat. Yeah. I'm buzzing like hell. Yeah. It was great." I said, "Welcome to my world." Yeah. It's the, it, and it, and what I like about it is uh, about what doing what I do. And again, I don't I don't say it to blow smoke up you or anything like that. It's, it's the case when we work together. There's an energy energy in that room, mm. a real energy, a real fun thing, and that's a natural thing for me. It's not. This isn't a part that I play to get the job done. I genuinely love what mm. I do, and what I love most about it is when people come in, and then they have that moment where they suddenly go, "I think I can," you know. That's yeah. better than any gig I've ever played. When somebody says, "I think I can do this," they go, well, "I've told you that." about a last you know two hours yeah you know you it, do it, that. It, it, it took me a long time to believe that I could do it yeah, yeah but it's a work I, in I progress I kept thinking I was I was a, a cheat yeah you know I'm, I'm I can't even think of the word now but yeah you know I'm, I'm just pretending you know I'm going to get found out any minute now we haven't been you found know, out and yet. and that hasn't happened it took a long while to start believing that I could do this properly yeah. without embarrassment and I'm, I'm glad I'm there now. I, I think there's still a little bit of a doubt in Thomas in the back of my head. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't. No, but there has to be. There um, has to be. And in, in a way, I'm quite happy that it's there because it, that will stop me getting complacent. That drives you on. And it yeah. won't leave you if you do it as long as I've done it and as long as other people do it. That won't leave you. Because mm. if that leaves you, pack up. Yeah. If you sit there and go, no, I'm definitely doing this, no problem at all. Then you won't think about it. You won't analyse your show anymore. Yeah. You just go out and become plastic. And, and it will come across in your performance as well. I should yeah. imagine. You, you, you come out and you think, "Oh, this is just another day at work." You stop caring about how you're coming across. Exactly. How great the songs are. And I've said this before on other on the other podcasts, but it remains true. The one golden rule in this business for me is that we are always searching for perfection. We never find it. No. But if we stop looking for it, then it's time to quit. We're always looking, how can I do this? How can I get this sounding better? How can I kind of change the tuning? Can I do this? Can I do mm. that? Can I put the microphone in a different place? How am I standing? How am I looking? Yeah. And if you stop thinking like that, then you sort of go, I've got it all right now. Just play the shows. Get out. Yeah, that's top move. Get yeah. out of there. you still got to be in work mode, although it's on stage. Because people always think, and Steve was making a valid point that um, Elton John tribute that I did last, he was saying about the people, it's perceived that people sort of go, yeah, but they're up there because they've got talent they're up there because they're meant to be up there mm. but some people don't know they're meant to be up there and they discover it and then they, they make something of it mm. and they work really hard to stay up there so the, the, the best thing about you has always been the, the work that you put in well, you, you work to stay at that level it's I not, have to it's not, yeah, it's not something that came naturally no, as such not at we, all we, we sort of got you there and you said right I've got to keep working at it Yeah. and, you go th- and you've gone through you've played shows with, with Sinus problems and coughs and colds, and, and, yeah. and that's all in 
thing is, well, we we done a, a a gig at the Miley in Watchford, and, oh, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I had really bad hay fever, and I was taking everything. I literally dosed myself up anything to stop my nose from running. Hay fever, and my throat just it just was stupid. And we just started rolling out vertigo, and oh, like a lot of things. Yeah. And I've discovered the hard way that you you sing a song in your kitchen in your head voice, yeah. and you can hit every note you want. It's yeah. lovely. And the second you start putting in the power behind it yeah. suddenly your vo- your vocal range reduces considerably yeah. and um, it was seriously knocking on the door and I was able to adapt it to get to it while I was working on the, mm. the stretching bits and there was no way I was going to reach those hello hello no, no, we're at a place called Vertigo I weren't going to get there and I thought what am I going to do what am I going to do I've got all these people in the pub looking at me and I'm in a pub so they're, they're there to drink they're not there yeah, to see me they haven't right, come yeah. to a gig but I'm there inflicting myself on them and um, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah you will listen do not leave bar the door <laughs> and um, uh, what am I going to do I thought I'll just go to my default setting and make a joke out of it so yeah. when I got to it I, I yanked on my waistband and yanked it up to my chest <laughs> yeah. and went eh, and, and got a laugh at it so yeah. you know I weren't going to show that I can't do this no. but I've yeah, already set the scene that I'm having trouble and I've managed to pull it out up to that point yeah. and that was the only one that was really going to give me some trouble and I thought how am I going to get around this I don't know, yeah. I'll, I'll just make a joke out of it I'll get, I'll get away with it they'll, they'll think I meant to do it and that'll be it you know. <laughs> that's exactly it yeah. the strange thing is when you go certainly in your case but it, this works with, with a lot of the people that I've worked with is you get from that point where they, they don't they're not sure whether they want to sing or not and they're just about pushing it yeah. out to within matter of a couple of months reeling them back in again yeah too far big problem of mine you really yeah because yeah. you get I don't know you, you just come and get too excited the adrenaline runs away from you yeah. anybody listening that is a rock singer don't let the adrenaline <laughs> make you sing too no. hard or push too hard yeah. get some control because yeah. I sound I sound but bearing in mind that at the moment I do sound a bit throatier than usual because <laughs> I have pushed too hard <coughs> and I shouldn't have done it it's not yeah. an easy thing to do but it's, it's maintaining the control yeah. and the other the other side of that is that is when you're singing at home, you're singing in a car, you're singing what they call your head voice, yeah. and all of a sudden you're in a hall where you can make a bit of noise, so you just go for it. Open it's it a out. bit like if someone says, look, you're driving, at, you're doing 30 miles an hour, look, I'll let you into Arena Essex. What's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to put it, yeah. You know, so, no, I think I'll keep it at a steady 30 and just enjoy the scenery. It's like, no, hang nah. on a minute, I'll put my foot down. <laughs> this is what I'm here for. Yeah. So that, that's like the, the, the energy and the adrenaline, but you've yeah. got that in rehearsals. Yeah. In, in, in like lessons and, and stuff like that yeah. so to have all of that going on and then and then not have a, have a band at the moment not have a live band yeah it just, just doesn't seem right like no you should be doing something I know right? I know it's annoying and and what you say is, is a right point you don't realise it because my, my th- this is all new to me I've only been doing it for a couple of years and, yeah. and I, my voice is constantly adapting and growing, and growing my yeah. range is expanding yeah. which, which, which keeps making me giggle I love it well you see me, a song that you were you doing back, a couple of years yeah, ago yeah I'm, I'm still standing I'm still standing that, that damn song was a bone of my how many times did you make me do that Quite over and over again it was boot camp and then we didn't touch it for six months come back and, and nailed it yeah. you know and then I fell around on the floor laughing my head I told off. you so there you go brilliant that's, that's, um, that's what we're doing but it, it's it's the feeling that you always feel that you get used to the way something feels uh, physically and you push it and you expect to hit that note it needs to feel like this. And that's the problem I have now, is I think, right, to hit that note, I need to feel like this. So I make it feel like this, and I've overshot it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm pushing too hard, I've got to, I need to pull it back, I need to trust my ability. Is that because everything up. else has, has got stronger? So yes, exactly, thinking, you, exactly. Yeah, uh, you're pushing what you don't need to push now, because yeah. it's, it's 
you like the first out. lesson you told me? We, yeah. You know, you're singing too low. You got to up it a key. Yeah. Oh, really? Like yeah. Yeah. American idiot. You know, yeah. Up a key. Yeah. Okay. Right. So got that right. Yeah, got that right. Yeah. Went away. Practice it for a week. Come back. First one. Bam. Hit it. You went. Hey, whoa, whoa. You're way too high. Come down. I went, <laughs> you, you just told me to do that. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. And it's because I very quick because there's so much room from for improvement. Yeah. yeah. You know. The first jump was a very easy one, and I didn't realise, and just went straight over the top. So you know, it, it's it's it, that's what you got to be aware of: is pushing too hard when you don't have to, because you're used to it feeling like it's hard work. Yeah, you're used to it being hard. You're used to pushing, and then, that yeah. taking it easy and getting the same result doesn't come naturally. I suppose, yeah, like, if you've got oh, your foot to the floor in a very frustrating. In a, yeah, <laughs> got your foot to the floor in a Cortina, and then you get in a Ferrari and put your foot to the floor because you're used to it. You're gonna know. You're gonna pretty know, quickly yeah. that you've. So what, was there any music in your family when you when you were growing up? Was music there, or was it, or is it are you the only one to sort of branch out no, and explore it? No, 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 none of my immediate family have been performers at all. Um, my nan's aunt used to be in the theatre, right? But I, I don't know nothing about that. I was a press cutting somewhere um, <laughs> of, of when she was on stage. But yeah, no, no nothing of, of any sort of thing like that. Um, That's strange. It's never been there. Um, I've always listened to music, but yeah. growing up it was always country and western. I mean, Jim Reeves, love it, love Don it. Williams. I'll, I'll put my hands up. I love that. Jim Reeves. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, oh, oh. anybody out there, Jim Reeves, Old Tyke. Listen to Old Tyke. <laughs> if, you've never, if you've never heard Old Tyke. Oh, I, I have, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's one of my favourite songs. Three years yeah. of army service done. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's one of the best songs ever. Sorry, I'm totally. No. So, history of music in your family. No, that, that was it. Really? That's, that really was it, yeah. yeah. No, no one played an instrument. No, no one done anything like that. But it, yet you understood that you were playing a part when you were on stage. Yeah, you, you yeah. weren't you weren't just walking up there as you and doing it. You were playing a part. Do you remember, Jade? Remember when we worked on? We said, I said to you, when you're performing, you're you've got to be Tyrannosaurus Rex. You've got to be like you know, like the you know, way the old dinosaurs yeah. used to stamp in the in the things. And we did it, and we were we were sat together, and we went, that's it, that's it. We said you've got to be a monster. You sort of walk around the stage like you, like everything's got so much gravity. Yeah. And you plant your feet, yeah. and there's that iconic picture of you that that was on the, at the first gig you ever played. And there was a picture on the next day in this absolute rock star pose. Like, and I'm looking at it, and I'm going, "It's taken me 25 years, and I haven't got a picture of me like that." And I've rocked some serious venues. <laughs> I think that's the one that's my Facebook profile yeah, picture, it was isn't it? Facebook profile picture. <laughs> It's on there, and it's like this, this absolute rock god pose. It's got like the arm, arm by one side, grabbing the mic, and I'm like, all the pictures of me are all happy-go-lucky, kind of smiley. <laughs> and I've never had the ultimate rock star pose. He's got it after one show, you know. Well, either you got it or you haven't, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, look, looking looking like it's one thing, being it something oh, yeah, else. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all scratching through. Yeah, people are always happy to be here, turn up until I actually turn up, and then they're all disappointed. On paper, I'm great. <laughs> on paper my shows are legendary yeah I play some legendary shows in my own head did you have the I said the sleepless nights did you have the difficulty sleeping when you would run through a show in your, in your head if you've been to a rehearsal and it had gone well or you had a show coming up did you ever have that where you you run through the gig in your head you ever have that as such um, you just sort of you, you know your game and that's enough no it's never enough no um you know, knowing my bit is obviously important because I've got to know my part yeah. in, in in the puzzle. Oh yeah. Um, but no, it's it's not because I said in, in the first few shows it, it was because I was worried about me. But when it becomes the band, mm. when you when you become a unit and you perform together, it yeah. is about what.
what you do. So you need to deconstruct your gigs. Could we do anything better? Could yeah. we do anything? Did we do anything Did really bad? Did you have bad? band meetings after shows where you'd sit and say, "Did you think this went well?" Or was it one of those? It was just general discussion, really. Emails it was, oh, let's all sit down. But yeah, emails, yeah, emails you know, group, group emails and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot I of it was on group well emails. For, or, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we we'll think about that next time or yeah. whatever. And then in, when we get back into the rehearsal room, we we, we play it out or whatever. It's um, tricky because you, 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 and I had it. I've had it in, in bands I've been in when you when you're playing a few shows and you don't rehearse for a few weeks and you know you've got a show coming up and you can't help not rehearsing people are mm. just not around and then you're going and then you're twice as nervous because you're now thinking we haven't rehearsed or I don't know what's going to happen you're the yeah. front man yeah. so he's like what am I going to do now I'm the front man of this band and I think you either were expecting a nightmare show that didn't work out or you had a nightmare show yes that, that happens quite a lot yeah, what, you, you, you play you, nightmare shows. Or no, no, no. You, 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 we, we, well, we, as a band, we've, we've done both. We've 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 done a gig we'll call that where one all for the allegedly. For yeah, we, we we we've done a gig where it's it's been not good and we weren't expecting it, and we've had a gig where we were expecting it to bomb and it's it's gone down really really well. We yeah. everything come together. Um, you, you've had the gig where you had the sound check that doesn't go quite to plan yet the performance after the sound check goes well you know it's it's the way it goes and the nerves for me the nerves changed you know the way I got nervous at the start was very different to the way I got nervous at the end it it was nervous for different reasons but it wasn't a case of my nerves are now are we going to perform this it's like what what can go wrong how do we get around it if it goes really bad what can we do um and just things like that it just adapted really I wouldn't say I had sleepless nights no um, because I, I don't really do that about anything really I suppose if, you, yeah, if you're used um, to pressure and you know, other things you've done you're used to yeah, I, it, yeah I, it's just not the way I'm built yeah. if something keeps me awake it's got to be pretty it's bad like, yeah. um, but no it's worry about it when you've got a chance to do something about it Yeah. and just always strive how am I going to get this better it's funny how we, we, we end up when we actually analyse what we're worried about Hmm. Probably ninety percent of it's beyond our control. What about if that happens? Well, you know, if there's power cut, or what about if something? You sort of go, well, what? but you, but you worry about, do about it. That. You sort of go, well, yeah, if there is, I'll do that. And it becomes like this argument you have with somebody where you wish you'd have said it. You get, and saying, yeah, but if he'd have said that, I would have said that. But he didn't say that. No. You had to deal with it in the moment. <laughs> you had to do this at the time. Have you got a champagne moment so far? Of what you've done so far, not not rehearsals, but but the. You know the shows you've done, or have you got one moment where you can sort of go, "That's yeah." If I can go back, I might just have that five minutes again, or that minute again, just to just to feel that way, or to just to to discover that. Have you got something that that absolutely stands out? And I'll ask you the opposite question in a minute. Have you got a moment you could you wish you could undo? Because I have got so many. I've probably got more moments I wish I could undo than ones that I'd like to relive. Have you got one moment that you think that's that's it? That's the pinnacle so far. That's a tough one. It is a tough That's one, a tough and one. I wasn't prepared for this. No, of course but not. There is, um, it's good because because when you when you think you know the answers, I change the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just keep me on my toes. <laughs> fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, there's lots of little moments that I that I can't point out because you just get a good feeling about yeah. it. I think our last gig at the Maritime when we were going to do Primal Fear. Uh, which as I've mentioned before is in yeah. the, the, the baritone tune Jockley yep. and Ellis Turfey who's uh, 
lead guitarist and songwriter for Two Face Seven Eight, mm-hmm. he was helping us out with the lead guitar parts. Yeah. And he he didn't have the a second guitar with the tuning. He was relying on his pedals, right. and the pedals were, were, were messing up. They, right. they weren't working, so we couldn't do the drop beat. And it was like, what? Well, well, do we cut this? Yeah. Do we just drop it from the set? And I'm like, no. What? I'm not. We did it before. And I'm, yeah. I'm not dropping. I don't want to drop it again. Drop it. So we said, well, we can always play it in normal tuning. What? <laughs> yeah. Really? Okay. Now this is a song I've always made. Always mentioned. I've had problems with getting my ear around. Yeah. Okay. And it's like for that split second, I'm on stage. We're doing this. I'm halfway through the show, yeah. and it's now we're going to do this song that I know, but I don't know. Yeah. And like you got to play your bits, and you, it doesn't. Everyone else playing it was okay. Yeah. But. You, but finding my place and it was going to change yeah. and I had no idea what was going to happen and everyone listening that knows the song said it's the best we've played it it just came out right it sounded great it didn't sound muddy it sounded perfect the vocal fit rightly because I sang yeah. it completely different how I'd sung it before and how we recorded it because I couldn't sing it down there I had no. to come back up again and it just went fine and once we finished it I knew We'd done it well. Yeah. You know, you know, you sing song, you think, yeah, that was all right. Because yeah. as you go, you're constantly clicking. Oh, yeah, was that yeah, okay? Yeah. Did I screw up then? Maybe I have to do this and that. And you constantly analyze it as you go without knowing you're doing it. At the end of that one, as I we banged the last word out and then the last notes were coming out, I knew we'd done it well. Managed I knew it, yeah. we'd aced that. Yeah. And that was a great feeling. Mm. I think it was probably exaggerated by the fact that three and a half minutes earlier I was really bricking it and thinking yeah. this, this this has got the potential to really blow up in yeah. our faces and we've got lots of other bands in the audience who were playing and you know so you, you're not just playing to punters you're no. playing to other music people who know and yeah. you know you can't hide from these people no you know there's nowhere to hide you can't fudge it but it just went right and it just went right and that was great you know that that was a really good one I think sometimes the, B, the drop B tuning or the, or the D tuned guitars can add like a, a buzzing Buzzing low level, we've been lowering yeah. the thing that kind of buzzles and buzzes away, yeah, and takes away the, the melodic sound of the two guitars at normal tuning. That's yeah. not to say that it hasn't been successful for lots of bands like the No, there's a place for it. Yeah. If, 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 you, if you use that, yeah, you, you figure that, that sound into your song, right? And then great, yeah, it, it works, of course, it does, but it's not for everything, though. No, and the um, only thing I've got that can match that is we, we started a song on tour once, and the band started it, and I looked down and I went to reach for my capo off of there and didn't have it and I had to transpose the song as I played <laughs> as we went I'm going right so they're playing in C so I've got to play D got through the whole song by transposing it right. like literally minute second by second they got right they're playing the B minor so I've got to play C minor because I've got the capo off yeah. and, uh, and remember backing vocals and at the end of it everyone sort of went that went really well I'm sitting back going yeah so I just remember reaching <laughs> for the capo and I went oh, I haven't got it I haven't got the capo and the band had started and I'm like oh, I've got to come in without it knocking around yeah like, I didn't want to sort of go like that because you're on limited time. You, you found this yourself. Right, you've got 45 minutes, lads. Showcase. You know, what can we get in the 45 minutes? So someone says to you, okay, 45 minutes. What mix do you do of covers and originals? At the end, we were doing 50-50. Right. We, we had a catalogue where we could do 45-minute show just on original material. And we had about an hour and a half mm. of cover work. That did you was have a favourite cover that you did, by the way? favourite cover I love doing um, St Jimmy Green Day Green Day yeah. um, that had a real good feel to it and because of the way they they, they, they 
heavily influenced by the book punk yeah. that sort of thing it, it, it lends itself it to uh, well, the, yeah. the, the, almost like you, if you're not careful you turn it like a Dick Van Dyke sort yeah, of, oh knees up give it some of that yeah oh, my name is Jimmy and you better wear it out yeah um, but yeah that that I never got tired of singing that I love singing that yeah, great um, we did Tainted Love which Duncan hates he hates it, it. you got to uh, leave it in the set mate uh, well, we did. Although he hated it, he realised it went down well. Yeah. When we did it, it went down yeah, well. Just to say he gives that. Yeah. Sort of go, Fair enough. If you yeah. Don't work, he'll give it. Uh, and we used that on the stage because you say, uh, right, it's that time. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, so it's that time. And like, we're, we're four of us on the stage. We'll really enjoy ourselves. See if you can spot the one who doesn't. And the like one it. that doesn't, here's the competition a t shirt to the person that picks <laughs> out the person. You <laughs> might even see the sneer under his nose as I'm speaking. And I'd turn around and he'd be glaring at me. Yeah, we worked into the, into the, the, the show and, yeah. the, and the gig, and, and, and that became a fun one to do. That's great. You know, um, there are obviously songs that you prefer doing than others because of different reasons. There's some that, something that you would undo. Tempest first. 
first started, it wasn't Short Tempest, it was TBC because right. they couldn't think of a name and they just called themselves TBC <laughs> to be confirmed. They you know? everywhere, TBC. I've seen them on I know, uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> and there's already a band called TBC as well, yeah, so right, it, really. we, we had to change to, to something yeah. else. But when, when it first started, before I got involved in it, it, it was just generally four, three, three mates yeah. um, who knew each other indirectly, yeah. um, and then they got advertised for a lead guitarist and, and that joined that made the, the quartet right. Duncan was doing the vocals while playing the bass and they were just doing it as a project it's for fun, for, yeah. fun um, yeah. for Duncan's daughter's birthday yeah. um, and then once that was over it's like well we don't really want this to stop we're enjoying yeah. this and then as that gathered momentum as, and I joined and we started doing shows gigs and Looking to write our own material, then looking at promoting our the own material. Changing, the goalposts changing, yeah. and I think some of us wanted to go a little bit further in that direction. Certainly, myself and Duncan. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't speak for anyone else. I'm, I'm, I'm sure what I'm saying, Duncan won't be upset about me yeah. speaking for him in this regard. Um, is we wanted to go that bit extra. We had a different idea. We, we about what we we were prepared, personally prepared to put into it. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to push it that little bit further. Yeah. Um, become not maybe professional but no, you know just take it as far as you can get a few it. shekels in to cover the expenses yeah, and, 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 and get some popularity get some notoriety maybe yeah, even yeah. Um, whereas I think other guys that wasn't really their drive no. and then you obviously difference in musical opinions you know, we'd rather do this or we'd rather do that and I think at the end of the day when you start growing those things become more diverse yes. and, and the distance yeah. comes back and yeah. it comes to the point where you think okay, you know, you know we've done this gig we're just not feeling it anymore Yeah. Um, and if that's the case it's time to stop and absolutely. no hard feelings there whatsoever no no absolutely sure. not if you're not feeling if you know that's what it was that's what it was mm. and, and, and that's the time to call it a day um, and it happens you know you, you see it all the time um, and I think that's the problem when when Short Templars first started as I said before it was for a very different purpose yeah and then as it as the possibility and the potential of what it could be yeah grew well as that grows some wanted to go one way and some didn't well the and commitment grows that was as it. well you expect more I think from so people. yeah you expect more input yeah. more time uh, more yeah. ideas maybe more rehearsal times and yeah the goalposts change I remember that yeah. you know the, one of the reasons that uh, and people still ask me are you going to bring water wall back you know, what, are you, what are you doing with water wall and the reason the simple reason was that the, thing, the things that have been so natural for 10, 10 and a half, 11 years, suddenly I had to think about it and make myself do it. Mm. The, because being on stage wasn't enough. I then had to sort of go, okay, and, and, and once you have to make yourself do it and force the, force the issue, then you're not in it for the right reasons. No, that's and that's right. when, as you said there, you don't feel it anymore. Yeah. You just do it. Yeah. And then it's time to go. So no, there's no, I mean, I'm sure there's no, that you're great, you will still get on great, it's just you all have different ideas of what you wanted to do, but this is... Yeah, the, I think so. This is the most amazing thing about it, <laughs> is that you come into this a couple of years ago, two, what we're talking about, two and a half years ago, Yeah. and you go, <coughs> two and a half years, not only do you, um, you become, a, 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 you know, a, a front man of a rock band, you play some shows, you go in a studio, you record some stuff, but, but it's not like the music's always been there and you're finally doing something with it. It's like you've discovered it, and in two and a half years, you've gone like from from sort of singing in your room or singing in your car, done an album, played some stuff, and now you want to do it. You want more of it and more mm. of it, and writing an album and recording and all stuff like that. So it's not like someone's always said you want to do something, but you're singing. Finally, finally, you're doing something. Yeah. Everyone's going to be like, where did that 
You must have relatives you say, you're doing what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my mum, my mum, my mum fell about laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, my only, one of the sad things is, my dad's not around to see this, because I think he'd just ripped the absolute life really? out of me. Love, yeah, he, he, he would have loved sort of like seeing, seeing me fall on my arse. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah, but yeah, you know, that's the way it goes. But yeah, people just didn't, you're doing what now? Yeah. You know, it's, and then when I did it, oh, you can do it. You can do it. Oh, okay. People have seen you do it. People are proud that you're doing it. Yeah, it's good. I'm proud of what we've achieved, totally. Yeah. And I know you just want to carry on. Yeah. And I'm more than happy to take your money, mate. I've got no problem with that. No, no worries. <laughs> but no, I, I love it. Yeah. I, I look forward to working with you every week because we get in there. There's energy in there. Yeah. It's, it's always fun. It's always. Well, and a couple of weeks great, go by right. sometimes when things get. Like I say, life gets in the way. Things happen at the weekends and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes that can happen. Yeah, so you've, it's been great fun. Looking forward to, to working with you. And um, as I said at the start of the interview, you, you totally epitomise what Grassroots is about. You, you're coming into the business at, at, you know, fairly late. It's not something you've done all the way from school. And you're following it down the line. Hmm. And continue to follow it and continue to do what you do. You, you know, your family have got your back. I've got your back. I'll look after you. And you just keep yeah. doing it. Well, the bottom line is I've, I've got a rather nice microphone and it'd be a waste just to leave it sitting in the box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. Marcus, thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Cheers. See you soon. See you soon. Bye.